You're listening to Waffle, the Bite Size Podcast with Paul Jenkins. On this episode, he speaks to Paul Davis of Uke Punk. This was originally broadcast on Rossendale Radio on the 23rd of February, 2020. Now, if somebody says to you the words ukulele, uh, you can guarantee there's one person that you get in your mind. My guest this afternoon is going to blow that out of the water. But until then, let's stick in the comfort zone. Let's remember what we think of with the ukulele. Let's have a little bit of George Formby. Please log in the information requested. The frequency. 104.7. The area. Rossendale Valley. The station. Rossendale Radio. So, welcome to Rossendale Radio. It's five past five. That means it's the Waffle Hour here on Rossendale Radio. And I am joined in the studio this afternoon uh, by my guest, Paul Davis. Good afternoon, Paul. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Paul. I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, Now, we've we've just played George Formby to to kind of introduce things. We have. Now, you couldn't be further from George Formby in terms of musical style. No. Could you? No. And and a lot of ukulele players get quite uptight about George Formby being mentioned. Yeah. Which is wrong, because... You know, he's an absolute legend. Mm. And I'd say, I've said this before, probably an original punk rocker he was, but I think the first person to be banned by the BBC. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just you shift it in back in time period, then it's, yeah, the musical style has changed, but the, the kind of intention behind it, he was, he was rocking the yeah, system, Yeah, they were quite it? saucy lyrics, weren't they, these double entendres and Absolutely, what which is, what, yeah. what we're talking, the 40s, 50s? 40s and 50s, yeah. and... and um, I think he was thrown out of South South Africa for refusing to play white only. Yeah. Um, to white only audiences. Yeah. He and said, "I'm not doing that." And he went to play play to black audiences, and him and his wife were literally arrested in their hotel room, taken to the airport, and kicked out of the and country. And kicked out of the country, which is what which a man. is what, what, I was going to say. How much more punk can you get? Yeah. Um, and we're, we're talking punk uh, because yeah. you are uh, you are here on your own this afternoon, but you yeah. are the lead singer of uh, possibly the premier uh, u- ukulele <laughs> punk band in well, well, in the yeah, universe. I would suggest. Well, some might argue. I mean, you've got the Pukes down south, and right? I don't know about others that do original stuff. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, but mm. but yeah, it's um, it didn't start like that. It was sort of a um, doing covers and things, but I've always written songs and play, you know and played in original bands before. And, yeah. But then this sort of went daft for some reason on YouTube, <laughs> doing Anarchy in the UK on a ukulele and stuff. And yeah. And then I started to get gigs out of it. And I was going to say because I've seen uh, over the past three or four years because you were you were not not primarily a covers band. You've always uh, sort of played your original. I stuff. think initially on my own I was, mm. but I I always had these songs that I wanted to get out there, so it was a platform really yeah. to. And anarchy in the UK. Old songs in. Yeah, well, anarchy in the UK sounds great on on a ukulele. Okay, it There's... does. It does. I can't remember how to play it anymore, <laughs> but it, it does. It does. And well, then so... you sort of get to a point where you you, you think I'd sort of feel troubled playing other people's songs. You know, there's something sort of if you're doing them in pubs every weekend, you're just sort of dying a little bit inside. And yeah, and I know there's a place for covers bands and. People enjoy it, but yeah. I just don't want to do it anymore. I like doing my own stuff. Uh, exactly, and we've got uh, well, we've got a, a clip of, of uh, one of your uh, songs from your new album, okay. uh, which uh, which is I thought was would resonate quite nicely with the people in in the valley. Uh, this is M sixty six. So that's M sixty six. That's one of your. Uh, that's one of the songs off your new album. Now we're all fully aware of what the M sixty six is like. Uh, yeah. what, what what possibly drove you to go? You know what this this journey needs needs a song. The lights, the lights, just at night time when the lights are out. Yeah. And it just used to really wind me up. 
Right. So, and I'm sure the <laughs> amount of accidents they've had on there and due to the, the no lights and... Yeah. I mean, it floods every two minutes as well, doesn't it? It does. That but, bit, uh, as you're coming past Berry, coming up to Ramsbottom. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it was just one of those, you know, songs that come out all at once. <laughs> is that is that how it works for you, that suddenly you get an idea for, for a song and you go, I, I've got to quickly get somewhere and, and write it? Yeah, write it down, yeah. Well, they don't always, you don't always get a full song. It's, mm. um, you probably send me your poetry. Sometimes you've got ideas and you think, right, well, I'll, I'll come back to that later because it's not quite all coming out at once. Yeah. So I've got bits of things everywhere, but the best ones are the ones that come out straight away a full song and how do you work are you a bits of paper kind of person because I, I, yeah. I've, I've kind of reverted to the phone uh, because I'm every, cause I'm all over the place yeah if I'm and, in the car and yeah. I'll, I'll video it or record it yeah. and come back to it later and see what I can do with it yeah and then uh, sort of uh, tr- just trialling stuff out yeah. what's, what, what's it like that relationship with because I've always wondered about I've never been a lyricist for a band or a, a writer for a band uh, what's that moment like where you've got to kind of go back into the room and go I've got a new one and and you've kind of got to share it. Um, yes, yeah, well, not. I suppose you get a bit nervous about it in case anybody says, "Oh, that's a lot of rubbish," which they wouldn't do. <laughs> but it's like a process, isn't it? You go in with the bare bones of something, mm. and then the other musicians, when they add their bits to it, and it sort of grows and grows. And and, I'm, and the first time you try and play it and, have, and jam it, mm. it might not, you know, be be much. It might be nothing. But then you see a song growing. Yeah. Especially the more and more you play it, and eventually you think, "Wow, yeah, that's sounding great now." It's because as, as we've heard from there, that's <coughs> the, the, the band themselves. It's not just it's not just ukulele. There's uh, you've got a you've got a pretty funky bass going on in there, haven't you? Yeah, he's got a, like a stick bass, a stand up <coughs> bass thing. Um, I don't know how you describe it really, but a stick bass, but it is it's it's like a, a bass... big clunky sort of bass guitar with a, a, a stand on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we tied with the idea of having a, a double bass, but it's, it's, who can carry one, cart one of those around <laughs> everywhere for gigs? I was feeling really sorry for those kids at schools who were learning the double bass. Yeah, those, those are the tuba players. <laughs> oh, but that's uh, Andrew Moore, and, and he's we sort of played stuff together for years in other bands as well. And he, yeah. he joined in with this youth punk thing, and then uh, we were sort of still together. But then I got my, my cousin Glenn involved, who's originally a guitarist. Right. Um, he's playing keyboards right and uh, <laughs> and then we've got a young drummer called Luke Taylor who's absolutely fantastic and I think he makes the big difference right. at the moment so it's, it's, it, it's growing it's kind of you know this is you know there'll be good there'll be like 30 people on stage by the time and the, and the tiniest of <laughs> well, ukuleles there's probably 30 in the people that have been in uke punk at some point right. or <laughs> joining in and standing in and what have you um but it, it seems to work really well at the moment mm. we all get on fine um yeah, I can't. You know, we have a great laugh when we rehearse. That like we had, we got, we had a um, guy out of Adventure Salvador. Nigel stood in on bass and we we played with Brick Smith, who used to be in the Cure, right? At the Cure, the Fall, sorry. Mm. And uh, Nigel came to a couple of rehearsals and he said, "I can't believe how chilled out you all are." Because <laughs> we, you know, it's, it's just, not rock and roll at all. Is it? Get a lot done with <laughs> talking and laughing and. And and if you've got a good atmosphere like that, then it it helps, doesn't it? Yeah. So I know some bands are sort of at each other's throats, and there's this musical differences thing. And yeah. We don't we don't get any of that. Well, that's brilliant. Um, we're gonna we're gonna break for some music now. Yeah. Um, sure. We've got your first um, music choice. You got you chosen the members, uh, which yeah. is uh, from '79, I think. Yes. Yeah, is it 40, 40 years old or something like that? Yeah. Like. It doesn't sound it. I've got to say. No, that's why I chose it because it still pretty much applies to today. Yeah. Without getting political, but it's um. You know the the song. 
well the song's called offshore banking business right yeah. which bearing in mind that it was 79 which is of course a massive to political change in this country and yeah. they, they, they clearly wrote it because there were things were on the march at that point yeah um but like you say sort of some of the lyrics in it are really it's poignant not, it's for, not for dated now. at all is it it's, it hasn't uh, at all uh, we'll have a listen to it uh, yeah. this is the members playing more of the songs you like this is 104.7 rossendale radio Welcome back. You're joining us on the Waffle Hour. I've got Paul Davis in the studio from the band Uke Punk. Uh, and Paul is going to be uh, sharing one of his uh, original songs from the band uh, with us here in the studio. Uh, Paul, do you want to introduce what the song is? Yeah, it's called Civil Enforcement Officer. It sounds quite sinister, but it's not. Okay. And um, it's about um, you lovely old traffic wardens used to getting last two times I've been in London getting parking tickets. Very good. On both occasions. So this was one of them lovely songs that came straight out. And you can guarantee I'll forget the lyrics to it now I've said that. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. Take it away in your own time. Okay. Used to call him a traffic warden Not no more It never was a respected occupation And that's for sure Get a real job and get yourself a haircut was my friend's report Calling the traffic warden But not no more He's a civil enforcement officer Devoid of any empathy and soul Devoid of any charm He'll look right through you as he goes about his business I don't wish him any harm this position must require a certain character With a level of insensitivity Good people cannot comprehend He's a civil enforcement officer He's a civil enforcement officer He's a civil enforcement officer Do you sleep, Mr. Traffic Warden? Do your children know what you do? Dirty money from other people's misery? Shame on you. There's time to redeem yourself. Time to put things right. Get a real job and get yourself a haircut. Then you'll sleep at night. He's a civil enforcement officer. He's a civil enforcement officer. He's a civil enforcement officer. Dirty job, someone's gotta do it. Dirty job, someone gotta do it. Dirty job, someone gotta do it. Dirty job, someone gotta do it. <laughs> excellent thank you very much you're welcome oh that's that's excellent paul thank you uh we've uh, we've managed to capture some of that on film we'll get that up on the facebook page later right, on okay um it's uh wait, I, I mean you were saying earlier on i don't want to get too political yeah. i think it's almost impossible to be punk and not get political is yeah it? um i mean well, the thing is you, you, you if you write with a you've got still got to write with a bit of humor in it yeah if you're like an angry ranting thing 
in your songs, then there's a, well, there's an, obviously an audience for that, isn't there? But yeah, I don't want to be like that. I want it. It's got to appeal, and in you know, you know, it's got to be a tongue-in-cheek thing about it as well. I think there's something in that. You don't. You never change the world by banging somebody over the head with a stick and then no. dragging them to where they need to be. You've got to kind no. of entice people in, haven't you? Yeah. Um, do you think that's something that's? I mean, does that sound particularly? In the in that kind of seven, late seventies style punk, when when the when we you, you, the whole kind of anarchy in the UK stuff we were talking about earlier, do you think that that, that punk has changed at all in the way that it approaches things? I think no, because it's still it's still an outlet, isn't it, for mm. for, for um, disaffected youth? I, I would say, yeah, not for old codgers like <laughs> us, but. Um, well, it's a, it's a protest, a way of protect, protesting yeah. peacefully. Yeah, so, I, th- I, I think there's a, there's a kind of crossover in there between, you know, folk and punk are completely different yeah. things, but the, the way that, where they're coming from is, is essentially it's the same similar, yeah, I mean, you get the, there was always that saying in punk, when they're like, never trust a hippie, but mm-hmm. the two really are sort of intertwined in a way over the years, yeah. just that, that rebelling against society kind of thing, and part of a broad trying to be disestablished church <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a little bit of that yeah um, and, and 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 i think also that punk wasn't really a violent protest no i mean the, some of the gigs probably probably were back in the day <laughs> with people bouncing around but um the the message isn't a violent message no i mean the the, the punk scene was as much about fashion and about creativity yeah, it's as about it, an attitude isn't it, and it yeah and about individuality in a time of where you know everything was becoming yeah. homogenised, everyone sort of you know was saying, well, actually, you can be whatever you want and turn up to a punk gig. Yeah, that's the thing. I think initially it was, I mean, it was such a, a boring, dull grey country, boring, dull grey music industry. <laughs> yeah. That it just gave it the kick for everybody to be able to say, oh, I can be in a band. I don't have to be a great player. No. I can write songs. We can ex- express ourselves and mm. dress how we want and. And that's a, that's the great thing about it, and, and that's still going on, I think. And you can write about whatever you want, uh, and sometimes you can write about people what you see on the telly. <laughs> you can. <laughs> and uh, and uh, this is uh, <laughs> we're going to play you a little bit there. I mean, what uh, we were talking earlier about what drove you to watch this? I'm assuming that it was around about half past four in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> that drove you to write this next song. Well, do you know? It, it, I, I'm going to correct you there. It wasn't. It was actually the videos that she's done on YouTube about oh, right. swear words. Oh, okay. Although I'm a I'm a countdown. Fan. <laughs> Apart from Rachel Riley, but we won't go into that. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was the after that I saw the videos about the uh, the swearing, which right. are brilliant. If anybody, uh, if you we are have a look talking for about it. the nation's favourite lexicographer. Yeah, uh, have you not seen those videos? I've not seen those videos. Oh, Paul. I'm going to play you a little snippet of this song, everybody. <laughs> this is a, this is a tour de force. This is Susie Dent. So that's uh, Susie Dent from your new album. <laughs> uh, did you say you you got a bit of response from Susie when you tweeted her about yeah, it? Yeah, I, I tagged her in it on Twitter and she sort of replied and said, yeah, spot on. Um, and I, can, oh, I can't remember exactly what she said, but I was hoping she'd retweet it, which she didn't, which I was a bit disappointed in. And I'd, I'd contacted a, a management company and... Mm. Offered to send her a T-shirt, and they never got back to me about that <laughs> She's too busy looking up words in dictionaries. That's she, what she probably is. So I was hoping that Countdown would get onto us and sue us because the video, because the video with the studios, which is all green screened, as we were yeah. just talking about, mm. 
but no, disappointingly, they didn't. So this was a, that was a bit, it kind of reminds me of the best bit of advice my dad ever gave me about publicising shows. He said, if you ever want to publicise a show, just go and rehearse it in the like the foyer of the council offices. Yeah, because uh, you, you'll get chucked out in about five minutes, and then yeah. you can put on the poster it's the show they didn't want you to see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's, it's back kicking up a stink, isn't it? Yeah, about, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I, it's quite nice. I, I quite like the way it's written with a, a kind of real affection for the per, the person in you know because you yeah. wouldn't choose Susie Dent as a, as a as a person to write about necessarily. She's no, not... I think that's why I did it as well because she's not a, a typical sort of supermodel glamorous. T- I mean, she's an t- attractive woman. Yeah, don't be careful what I say. <laughs> <laughs> she will be in contact. And, uh, and then that, again, that was written with like his tongue in cheek and a bit of fun in it. And mm. it, got, it I mean, we, we usually open without gigs, and it goes down a treat for some reason. Yeah. I think it's the you've got the kind of like you've got the sing along la 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 as well. But I think as well, there's a real yearning for clever women, right? I think that's the thing is that it's about it's it's celebrating the fact that this woman is far superior intellectually than all of us put together in this room, Uh, and I think that's it. Well, when I wrote it, this it was um, after that line is something on the telly. Mm. I thought I need somebody really clever from you know way back in time that rhymes with telly <laughs> so i had no idea that torricelli invented the barometer well there, there you go, go. <laughs> so, and which means everybody else has to come away going who on earth was what's this the and we all learn a little bit from what's going on as well <laughs> yeah um, right well we're gonna we're, i tell you we're gonna break uh, our, our next song and um, now you've gone properly old school uh, you know punk now we've got joe strummer coming up yeah um, but I mean, it's more of a folk song this one yeah this is not uh, uh, when when i listened to it earlier on this is uh, silver and gold that you've chosen with the was it the me- mes- Mesca- mescaleros mescaleros yeah. i couldn't say that well the first time out i thought i'd leave that one to you yeah um, which was great you know after he left the class and i mean not long before he died um and he was doing this stuff for them. There's some really nice songs, really good songs. Yeah, this is a, this is a beautiful track. Uh, it's called Silver and Gold. One, two, one, two, three, kick. Okay, that's a take. One hundred four point seven Rossendale Radio. You join us back on the Waffle Hour. Uh, I'm here with Paul Davis, uh, and we've been uh, we've been talking about music, and we've had some some cracking tunes this afternoon, both from you and uh, and uh, also from uh, uh, from Joe Strummer. There, um, I'm, I'm going to ask you to play another song uh, just before we we go out in this segment, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. Just yeah. to just to give you a bit of warning, or get get your ukulele ready. Okay. Um, but we were, we were chatting before then about um, some of the people you gigged with, uh, sort of over the course of what five six years. Uh, more than that, even yeah. when I was doing the covers on my own. 10, 11 years ago, I got a sports slot with Stiff Little Fingers. Right. In Stoke-on-Trent, turn up on my own with a little ukulele. It was just quite amusing to the sound engineers. <laughs> and does, the it, long- does it say long to the sound checking? You? <laughs> no, <10 laughs> Obviously a bit longer now, we've got, we're, we're a proper band kind of thing. Yeah. But we've played with lots of, uh, the beat, the blockheads, uh, the fall I've, I've played with, um, Ed Tudor Pole, um, UK subs. I'm sure there's more that I've missed. So I've had some real good adventures out of it, you know. And, and I've, I've see, I've been following you on YouTube. Obviously, I don't necessarily get to go to every. I go to the local ones because you you play Glastonbury quite a lot. That's the oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the the one in Inbury, not that's the, the right, one with yeah. the hyphen in the middle. Oh, we did that acoustic thing in Wax and Beans as well, didn't we? That's, that's right. Yeah. Sort of launching the the shop down there because they yeah. they just sort of got going, and uh, that, which is a fantastic vinyl shop. If anyone, it is big up to Wax and Beans. Yeah, yeah, they're supporting a lot of poetry as well as as live music yeah. as well, which is really cool. Um, and uh, you've done you've done Strummer Camp, you've done. Uh, yeah. 
uh, where was where must I see? There was a, there was a big festival that you did. Uh, oh, you did the Rami Festival as well. Rami Festival, yeah. Mm. I don't think that's on this year, is it? I mean, no, rumours. Second you know. second year on the trot that it's uh, it's yeah. not happening, uh, which uh, which leads me to worry. Uh, it's a shame, yeah. But uh, I mean, we didn't play the last one because the the stage we were supposed to be on got pulled. Apparently, I, I don't yeah. know what the story behind it was, but. But we've done some good ones there over the years, yeah. Mm. I think this is where you've got a big local following in Ramsbottom and the, and the Pro- Valley. Probably you? through through that, I would say, a lot of them through through the Ramy Festival. Yeah, and that's the thing, is it, it's connections, isn't it? Somebody sees you at one gig and then all of yeah. a sudden you, you're, yeah. you're moving on to, to somewhere else. Um, I mean, well, I'm going to... You've got another song to play for us now. What's, uh, yeah. what, what are you going to finish with us? Um, this is us? called The Boy and the Girl, and it was... Um, there's a great show on Salford City Radio called Sonic Diary Show. A chap called Stephen Doyle who does a you know uh, a lot in promoting um, not just punk bands, any bands, any like local bands and bands sort of from around the area. And uh, he voted this song. I'm not going to do it justice now. I'm going to say this <laughs> song. Um, number one of 2019 from his from his shows, which That's was wonderful. quite touching. Right, and it's not really a usual punk song. If you if you listen to it on the album, it's probably a bit more of a like a damned, the damned sort of strawberries era. If anybody gets that, um, but it's a bit more of a story to it, the squeeze type thing. And I'll, I'll give it a go anyway to see if I can remember the words. Let's have a listen. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll just hum if I forget the words. <laughs> this measurement. Um, okay, here goes. Something like this Matter of school or college or something They went out for years or more I couldn't imagine them never together Well they were the talk of the town We just wanted to be like them They didn't even try to be cool They just were Do you remember the type together Romance was a mattress on the floor Started working the factory Just a ten minute walk from home She served beer in the bars around town Money was tight but the cool kids called around It couldn't last forever We thought it would, yeah we're sure it would Boy and the girl with the broken hearts Boy and the girl The boy and the girl with the broken hearts The boy and the girl with the broken Then the little one came So did the sleepless nights No more late night games And the morning started to run dry Party people grew up overnight No one ever called round anymore Beer turned into milk and money troubles Zero hours won't pay the bills no more The boy and the girl with the broken hearts The boy and the girl The boy and the girl with the broken hearts The boy and the girl with the broken hearts 
She went to her mother's He lived a sorry merry-go-round Of sofas, bars, late-night lonely tears And all those broken dreams Whatever happened to the king and queen Couldn't imagine them never together The boy and the girl with the broken hearts The boy and the girl The boy and the girl with the broken hearts The boy and the girl with the broken hearts Fantastic. Well done, Paul. That's, uh, I, I see what you mean about Squeeze. It's got that storytelling element. It's sort of, it's got yeah, kind of shades above the junction about it. It feels really weird playing it without a band because there's a big keyboard piece in that at the yeah. beginning and during the middle and what have you. And you just thought, sort of think, right, that's, I've got to miss that bit out there and get on with the verse. And it's nice and relaxing for a Sunday afternoon, though. Having a yeah, it's not a, what you'd call an out and out punk song, is it? No, but it's, <laughs> but it's got that kind of feeling of character to it. It's, it's really lovely. Yeah. It's, um, thank you. Um, we're going to, I'm, I'm, wish we had more time to talk um we've got uh, we've got one more song that you've chosen for us yeah uh, local lads uh, aerial salad yeah what, what a great name for a band what aerial a great salad. Name. <laughs> a, sa- a salad that comes from the air um now i checked out their video it's just two lads having a having a laugh and do, uh, you were talking about them earlier. washing a car yeah they're washing a car and, and mucking about in, in and and sort of changing changing shirts in a bathroom on this thing it's it's the most basic video you've seen but the, the song's got a real kind of grit to it it's lovely yeah, it's a really really catchy tune. And they're, yeah. they're, they're, I was just saying to you, I think we're a bit jealous of them. They're living the dream because they're a lot younger and they, they've no responsibilities and they're going out there and sleeping on floors and gigging all over the place, all over the country and, and Europe. And mind you, how much longer that'll go on, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they're when great. They've got a, when they've got a pay to tour, they might not necessarily be able to afford it anymore, sadly. Yeah, check them out. Aerial Seller. I think they've got a new album out on vinyl as well and you get, get a CD free with it. And, but. But yeah, they're good, good lads. Fantastic. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the studio this afternoon. It's been a pleasure. Uh, if we want to want to find out more, we've got uh, we can put um, a link up on the Facebook page uh, to to Ute Punk uh, to your um, Facebook page. Probably the best way to find out what's going on next. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We keep that updated with what's coming out. Any gigs uh, coming up soon? Anything you want to buy is on Bandcamp. All right. Um, just just search for Bandcamp Ute Punk mm-hmm. uh, gigs not till next month. I think it's not low, uh, Ashton or somewhere. Yeah. And then there's there's about six or seven. I honestly can't remember where they are. <laughs> there I you think go. The, the best one so far we've got booked this year because we're really lazy as well. It's not like we've got a manager who books the gigs for us or anything. Sure. People just say, "Do you want to play this?" Yeah, or right. I'll, I'll try and get on on things as well. Mm. Is uh, Wigan Wigan Diggers Festival, which I've done before. We've had right. the organisers of Wigan Diggers, Sharon Lowe and George Mellon, have both been in the studio ah, right. before, and they um, usually have a good headliner on as well, don't they? They do. That? I think so, they had the Blockheads the other year. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. I think it was Joe Solo. It was it was a couple of years last year. I think did some yeah, stuff. Joel's good. Joel's good, yeah. So but yeah, we're playing that. But the others, I, I, off the top of my head, I, I can't remember. <laughs> so I'm sorry to any promoters out there who <laughs> booked us. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get your stuff on. In the meantime, Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, Thank you, Paul. Playing us out. And so that's salad. it. Another Waffle the Bite Size podcast is over for another week. Uh, my thanks go to Paul Davis for coming into the studio this afternoon and talking to us uh, and playing some of his songs uh, from the Uke Punk back catalogue. Uh, also, it was great to hear some snippets of some of their other stuff on their new album, uh, the Susie Dent song uh, and of course uh, their song about the m66 if you've never seen the m66 it's a brilliant way of describing it in in musical song 
Uh, it's uh, it was lovely to to speak to him as well, just about generally about punk and about music and about that process of writing. Uh, and it was lovely as well. We have lots and lots of poets or authors in the studio. It was nice to get a songwriter in the studio as well, just to talk about that that kind of process of working with a band of musicians and and getting the words set to music. My thanks as ever uh, go to Lee Ball and Melanie Kemp for their work on Waffle the Bite Size podcast, and of course our friends at Rossendale Radio for allowing us to broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. We'll be back with another guest with you next week.